The debate over potential changes to super laws and tax breaks for the wealthy is heating up. The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, has released a paper outlining the costs of tax concessions on super in what's seen as a softening up for possible policy changes in the May budget. I spoke a short time ago with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Well, Sally, this is very significant. It's what's described as a revamped tax expenditure and insights statement, a weighty 208-page document with new information on tax concessions, tax credits and deductions. It's all about how the current tax system is being used and pressures the system places on the federal budget, which is reeling from massive pandemic spending. Now, this is required under the Charter of Budget Honesty. It's not a statement of policy or intent, despite the super kite flying of the past week. But the paper does talk about fairness and efficiency in the tax system, and the Treasurer's media release, which comes with the statement, makes the point high up that superannuation tax breaks costs the budget about $50 billion a year. And while this paper talks about a whole range of tax treatments, it's very much a softening up of expectations for a discussion on potential policy changes that go right to the Treasurer's pitch to rein in tax breaks for perceived wealthier Australians who have more than $3 million in their super accounts and others who might have hundreds of millions of dollars to take advantage of legal concessions that are available. Peter, why is there such a sense of urgency around super at the moment and super reforms? Well, Sally, it's because Jim Chalmers has a big job ahead of him and that's to get real budget repair underway in the May budget to find that extra cash or tax revenue to not only pay down the trillion-dollar debt but to fund pressures on Medicare or a blowout in the cost of the NDIS, things like aged care and defence, all must-haves. But where does the extra money come from? Mr Chalmers needs to plug some holes and a big one is superannuation tax breaks, most of which go to high-income earners. According to the statement, 55% of the benefit from super tax breaks on earnings flow to the top 20% of income earners, with 39% going to the top 10% of income earners. And that inequality in the system built up over successive governments needs to change to ensure low-income Australians get a fairer go and an assurance that that social safety net for things like Medicare and the NDIS is remaining. Peter, why wasn't this disclosed during the election campaign, this push on super? Well, Sally, this is the biggest problem, image-wise at least, that a mandate wasn't directly sought, even though over the years both Labor and Coalition governments have all tinkered with super rules in their budgets. But in his release, Mr Chalmers says the government has been upfront and consistent about the challenges facing the economy and the budget, meaning budget repair is the big challenge and all options are pretty much on the table, at least for a torrid debate, which is what Jim Chalmers will certainly get. That's Peter Ryan.